Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It's time for another splendid episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We're right here at 30 Rackway, wonderful New Windsor, Illinois, uh, in the beautiful Buckatorium. Ah, gotta get used to saying that one again. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm Steve, there's Kurt. Hello. What's going on? Well, we're we're doing the pre-intro now for mm-hmm. the Nebraska. The, well, we recorded one episode in Nebraska. We were in Lincoln, Nebraska for the Nebraska Nebraska Deer and Game Expo. <laughs> um, a little slow of a turnout, I think, because the weather. But uh, it was a good time. It's always fun to hang out at the shows and, and see everyone and hang out with our friends. So, um, if you came out to say hello and hang out, thank you for that. Um, the next show we'll be at is the. Iowa Deer Classic in Des Moines, Iowa, and that is the first weekend of March. We'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right next to Lone Wolf Custom Gear and XOP. So come say hello to the entire gang. You can see, get some working class bow hunter gear and then head over and pick yourself up some uh, some of the best mobile hunting setups there is on the planet. Oh, and if you've been trying to get Slayer tape in your hands, uh, they're probably going to have plenty of yeah. it there. If you're going to go to the show for anything, just come to feel the Lone Wolf Custom Gear Slayer tape. Just, just, to, it. just to caress it a bit. You don't got to do anything crazy. Just caress it. I'm, try, I'm trying to get a vest done in a silent touch tape, so if I'm rubbing <laughs> up on girls, they don't know. <laughs> it's like, sorry, lady, I didn't mean to be so loud and awesome. <laughs> That's uh, Okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. We, I think we're all shooting the Tetras mm-hmm. um, and all shooting the vet, the, Jesus, the, the Virtus Rest, yep. the Virtus Drapaways, um, which are awesome. Um, also, Scent Crusher, check out their new lineup of products. Um, kind of give a new look to everything, ScentCrusher.com. Um, Thermoseat, Victory Archery, Loophole Optics, Lone Wolf Custom Gears I already mentioned, Elite Archery, all of us are shooting Rituals, and we are pr- maybe shooting the Cure. I don't know. I haven't decided. don't know what color. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of curious. Well, they did a release the uh, ember bow, hey, so I'm kind of want to check in that. You one should, out. you know what? Instead of killing your turtle, you should let me pick the color of your bow. Oh, fuck that! Your turtle's dying, dude. <laughs> and you're getting whatever color I tell you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, podcast also brought to you by Old Barn Taxidermy in Fort Madison, Iowa. Yeah, Fort Madison. Yeah, yes, sir. I can't remember it. I don't, Iowa's really just not on the radar. You know what I mean? Hey, shut up. I live in Iowa now. You can't talk about it like oh, that. Yeah. I'm the only Illinois boy left on the show. <laughs> yeah, you are. Sorry. Um, all right. Clay Thurman. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, sorry, dude. I'm jumping way ahead. Oh, no, ahead. you're good. You're good, man. I want to give a vet shout out here. Um, it was uh, sent in by Bobby Golden. He uh, The vet's name is Bob Golden. Um, and he wanted to say, my dad was a helicopter door gunner, 1969, 1970. Coup Chu, Vietnam, support for the 25th uh, or 25 Infantry. It was uh, it was a time when veterans did not get the support like they do now uh, and that he deserves, and he deserves a shout-out, absolutely. Um, there's a big history about that. Um, he got me started in hunting and fishing at a very early age, mostly bow hunting. I'm very proud of him and lucky to have him as a dad. He said thanks, uh, and he gave me his uh, phone number. I'm not going to read that out. But he's uh, going to be there at uh, Ohio Deer and Turkey Expo. Bobby is. Um 
Awesome. We'll see you there. Yeah. See you there. Bob, thank you for your service to this country. Man, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Um, sir. I I, I wish back then they would have got the recognition, you know, rather than getting, you know, shit thrown on them and being called all these types of names. But, hey, man, times are changing, dude. We want to do everything we can to help out vets. So if you do have a vet shout out, uh, go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Go to the contact page. There's a veteran contract, got, veteran contact <laughs> shout-out tab. There that one's go. hard to say. There it is. You did it. You did it. But, yeah. Good work. Um, also, fucking squirrel patch and meat dough bed shirts are on workingclassbowhunter.com. And now you can get your own bourbon barrel call with a working-class bowhunter. One of two working-class bowhunter logos in the bourbon barrel call. They're custom made out of whiskey barrels. Um Johnny Mulligan will hand make them on your order and ship them out. So expect a seven to 10 day wait, but it'll be worth it. Order it now. You'll have it ready for the birds in the spring and luck of the podcast built into a turkey call. Steve kisses everyone before it ships out. <laughs> I, was just, I was wondering if Johnny was going to kiss them everyone. Now that's my job. Yeah, Steve sits there just to kiss them all before they get shipped out. My, so. lips, my lips are chapped, man. We sold a whole lot of them. Yep, yep. So... WorkingClassBowHunter.com. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We did it with Team Hang and Bang member uh, Prince Clay. I'm just kidding, Clay. Uh, Clay Thurman. He is from Nebraska. Uh, good dude. And had a oh. hell of a season. One more uh, one more shout-out. Hey, I uh, want to send a big shout-out to our buddy Tim. He uh, let me and Eric stay at, his, uh, stay at his house, and we got on the road a little late, so we got in like midnight 30, and it was about an hour away. He was gracious enough. He let us in. We... Uh, Maybe maybe had a couple drinks and uh, just had a nice little time. Went to bed, woke up and headed to the show. Man, uh, big thank you again, Tim. We really appreciate you uh, letting us crash there. All right, hope you enjoyed the episode. Run, run, run. Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. We're here at the 2020 Nebraska Deer and Game Expo right here in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's uh, trade show season, our first one of the year. Well, actually, after ATA. Uh, first, first consumer trade first, show. First of the consumer year. trade show, I should say. Yeah, we're uh, yes, sir. We're here at the working class bow hunter booth. I love it. Kurt here what is, up? is here. I'm Steve, and then we got the uh, hanging bang member Clay Thurman, Buck Collector Clay on Instagram. Buck Collector Clay. Clay. Yeah. Hey guys, let's give What's him a up, shout brother? out. What's up, dude? Hey, Not first much, time podcaster ever. Yeah. Well, I was on where to hunt for like five seconds on a call in on a oh that a doesn't count. Thursday. That doesn't count. That's cool. Yeah, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. They, yeah, they, this no, is the that, first that, one that counts. This is the first like featured oh, wow. clay episode. Yeah, they didn't shout out your Instagram like we did. So oh, yeah, you know. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't count until that happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to do that. Welcome, dude. Thank you. First yeah, you of all, did. thanks for coming down to the show and hanging out and getting us burritos for lunch today. That was awesome. <laughs> you guys are all, all the way on the other end of the world for me. So <laughs> yeah, if I get a chance to hang out, I want to. Fucking right, dude. Fucking right. Well, <laughs> hey, last night, we better start with this. We watched a poor young gentleman snap his leg in half in downtown Lincoln, Nebraska. Like a matchstick. Slipped on ice. Snapped his ankle. I think it was his shin, dude. Oh, it might have been I his think shin. it was a compound fracture. Guy hits the ground and starts wailing. Oh. oh. Doug heard it snap, didn't he? Oh, it's so gross. I, I, it was brutal, man. I'd never seen anything like it. When, when when I first heard it, I thought you guys were like joking around, like, oh, dude, he totally broke his leg. And then when you guys, the more details came out, you're like, yeah, and then he moved his leg, and it was like moving like this. Oh, yeah, you I'm weren't like, there. You weren't, yeah, no, it was, I wasn't. His it leg was, was swinging like a pendulum. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was bad. I, I walk over, Steve, I walk over to the lady who's with him, and she's got this look on her face like, oh, get up. Everybody's looking. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and I looked at her, and I said, ma'am, he's going to need an ambulance. And and she says, "Well, I, I don't know about that." I said, "You need to call. Not, you need to call an ambulance." She says, "I don't know the number." God I said, "Nine one one." 
is what you're looking for, man. Yeah, man, that's, that's so nice. That's a universal number all I, across the country. I hope they were on like their first date. <laughs> I hope they're listening to this podcast at some point so that she can see how mean she was to the dude who just snapped his leg no in half like a pretzel. They, he better have got laid that night. <laughs> <laughs> he, def- he definitely didn't, though. Yeah, he was, he was pretty limited in what he could do. She left him after that. <laughs> She's like, he needs some milk. <laughs> Dude, it's like, it was like they're on the Serengeti and the little wildebeest got injured. It's like, all right, just move on. <laughs> Safety in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Croc's going to come get him. I'm gonna sh- there's a lot of AGR boys I hope you're from okay, Western buddy. <laughs> that listen to this. So I'm going to shout out Matt Willits for that broken leg comment. Uh-huh. I'll just tell you why afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Shout out Matt Willits. <laughs> so, Clay, you had, dude, you had a hell of a season, man. And this is your home area state. Uh, yeah, I, I moved to Nebraska about eight years ago, and from easily, our, roughly our area. Right? Yeah, I, I south of Galesburg, uh, grew up in McQuan, so this was easily my best season. Uh, I, I tagged ever, like, yeah, ever, ever. Regardless, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to say any, any of my favorite deer have come from this season. Yeah, but as far as quantity, quality, overall. Right. And sheer success every time I went. I was tagged out by November 12th. That's a bitch in man. Yeah, two in, two in Nebraska and, and uh, one in Illinois. So, easily the best year. Yeah, dude, I mean, you can't, you can't be mad at that. Well, let's talk about the first one. Yeah, where do you want to start it? Um, so, Wayne Cox and Austin came out. <laughs> and <laughs> I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't seen Austin since his shoot. And uh, they were going to go out and go, go public. And it, as it turns out, we were 30 minutes from each other we were going to be. So yeah. we ended up just busting out and making camp right there uh, right there where I was going to hunt. And we had spotted this deer the night before. And neither of these guys had ever been mule deer hunting at all. So I don't know. It's kind of like mushrooms. When you're mushroom hunting, once you see one, then you can see them all. Right, yeah. So I had spotted this slammer uh, the night before. And uh, they were able to come from where they were looking and... And we were, we just watched him. And mm-hmm. they got to look through uh, my binos. Austin's got a, a really good set of glass, too. But they got to look through my binos versus a random, not high-quality set of binos. And right. you can't even see the deer, right, through the other binos. Yeah, so yeah. I was trying to show them how good a, a, a hey, tripod. They, they didn't have loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Vortex, too. I like the Vortex, too. <laughs> I'd set you up for that. I know. I'm, I, I love those guys. Yeah. Uh, um, Bort- uh, loopholes got great glass. Oh, dude, yeah, Everybody's yeah. high-end glass is fantastic. For sure, for sure. It does make a hell of a difference, man. It, it does make a hell of a difference. When it's not high-end, though, wow. What's Cody doing? <laughs> Cody, the Quisto, is fucking with me while I'm trying to record. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, sorry about so, that. So we <laughs> see this deer, and then uh, the next morning, I had gone to a separate place, and Austin was in the place that I was before. Yeah. And and he's a really gracious guy. I mean, everybody knows Austin kills giants, right? Yeah. Or Chandler, well, you mean? I, I, you address him by his real I am name. not calling him. Otherwise, Chandler. you're not going to be Prince Clay anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he is my father. I'm not going to disrespect him. <laughs> um, so what the, fuck, what the fuck were you saying? Uh, so he, Austin's super gracious. Oh, yeah. He's gracious, right? I hadn't killed a buck. I, I blanked in 2018. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for me. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was... Uh, God bless my wife for having to deal with the <laughs> the crankiness, the, the the complete depression that swings for right after that. So she, uh, not she, Austin spots this deer and he says, "Hey, you know, I saw this deer. He's it's not really that wide, but he looks pretty good." Yeah. Well, I got there and it was the same slammer, and I, and uh, <laughs> he's sitting in front of me, and he knows, you know, he's he knows it's my hunt. Yeah. And and. Uh, he knew how much of a dry spell I said, and he said, you know, man, get him. Right. And, and what I didn't really say out loud was, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. Really? Okay, thanks. Yeah, no problem. So, it's like when you're about to clean your room and your mom goes, clean your room. Oh, I was going to anyway, but now I don't want to do it. I'm going to. Can't gonna. breathe. <laughs> so, this place is a prison. So he sat on a far hill, and uh, we didn't have much communication after that. But he got to watch it all go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the bottom line is I, I got to – you want, like, the full story? Whatever you want to do. Okay. I mean, I think what you're doing is good. As all you, right. Prince Clay. So uh, 
hunting mule deer obviously is about getting close and within range and obviously it's important to extend your range you know so right. I'm, I'm good i felt very comfortable shooting at live animals at 80 yards yeah and i don't really care if anybody doesn't like that yeah. right yeah well, I mean, it's unethical well you know maybe you're not maybe you should practice more i i don't know yeah that's their deal that's your deal yeah, yeah. and i'm i'm also sure. going to tell you about how he moved and they all get to yell we're right we're yeah. right, right. Oh, dude, <laughs> i've gotten shit for saying i shot a doe at 35 yards in this oh podcast so hey sometimes they move most times they don't yeah right it's just it is what it is whatever man hey, I, I, i'm with you I'm with so you so I, I get to 125 on this deer, and I'm looking through a, a small cottonwood that's kind of in a canyon, and he's on the edge of a canyon. He's not down in it, mm-hmm. which is going to make it hard because this is open open world. Yeah. So I get to the edge, and there's there's some sort of a tree in front of me, and I've, I'm looking through the tree, and I find him, and I get to 125, and now I range the hill between he and I that I know I can get to, but yeah. beyond that, it's open. <laughs> so I range that hill, and it's like... 50 yards from me mm-hmm. and that's not gonna that's not gonna make it you know yeah. i'm gonna be nine whatever the I'm not, i didn't do any math before i said that but right it's gonna be 90 and i don't feel comfortable with that right there's a there's it's a, a touch shot. of wind five five six mile an hour wind i wish there was more wind because i'd have got closer to him right right but there wasn't uh five six mile an hour wind it was a little bit of cover so i make it to 80 and i think to myself i can come up over this hill just a little more and maybe hide myself in the 10-inch grass that was there. <laughs> right, yeah. But I'll be laying down. Yeah. So then I get to 75, and then I get to 70, and now I've crested the hill. And I was the way I was approaching him, because there's nothing between he and I, his ears were pinned straight back. When they lay down, they pin their ears back so they can hear behind them. Yeah. And his head was pointed exactly opposite of me, and that was intentional on my part. Right, right. All he had to do was twitch his nose and look to the left and, he and there was a there was a 230 pound fat guy <laughs> crawling over a hill at him right <laughs> breathing a little heavy yeah oh yeah he's breathing so heavy dude he's chugging a lot he's chugging along the speed of a slug <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah thorns out of his hands and all that other stuff so i finally said just do it mm-hmm. right just get there so i crawled to 60 and I said, all right, we've made it. Let's wait for him to stand up. Yeah. And I was there five, ten minutes, and a bird flew up on the opposite side of him over the hill, and he starts doing that left and right, left and Getting right nervous. antler movements. Yeah. Like he's going to get up, but it also looked like he was going to explode. Right, right. And I cussed myself. You explode is like, get up and take off running. Yeah, yeah, just like, just launch. Yeah. So I cussed myself, and I said, you know, you have been practicing your tail off all year long so that at so that you can shoot volleyballs at 100 yeah almost and, uh, every I w- single shot i will shot. vouch for you there at the shoot you were you want a cooler at the shoot which i would you shoot 110 yards or something like that i, I think it was 117 on the first yep one. you're right we we had those uh light up glow in the dark beach volleyball yeah. yep. oh, dude that we was had awesome. like a glow stick in them yep we were shooting across the pond and then into like we had hay bales as a backstop and we were launching all. We're that launching. was a cool sound. I remember hitting that. It went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll so do that again this year. But but yeah. So I just vouching for you on your long range game. Yeah. So I I practiced so hard and he almost exploded. He forgave whatever sound that was and he went right back to it and turned his head in completely the opposite direction. For yeah. Me. And at that point, I'm I, I'm cussing myself, saying, "You draw your bow back. Yeah. You shoot this deer mm-hmm. because." I've made mistakes, right? I, I did, nobody taught me how to mule deer hunt. I learned how to mule deer hunt from watching Cody and Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. Right? I also blew, which, by the way, awesome. I love those guys. Yeah. I also blew a 200-inch deer <laughs> because I thought I had to be 13 inches from him yeah. like they do. Yeah. Uh, so to get get back to what I was saying, the, I stood, I just stood up. I drew my bow, I got comfortable, I leveled my shoulders, I did everything that I was supposed to do, and then I was saying to myself, all right, when the, when the pin touches the deer, let's see how the wind's affecting you. Yeah, yeah. And that, those pins touched his second rib, and that <laughs> bow goes, boom! Goes, <laughs> there it is, yeah. baby. And Send it. Yeah. That, so it, that was great, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a cow get up. They kind of rock forward. Yep, yep. Well, he heard the bow go off because the wind had died down. Yeah. And kind of waited for that to draw, yeah. which was 
plus and negative, right? Right, yeah. Which one's it going to be? Are you going to be shaky from the wind, or are you going to have your bow go off? I'd take the chance of my bow going off. Well, that's what I did. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. So he rocks forward, and I shoot him 8 inches back, uh, 12 inches back from where I wanted. Yeah. It was still tons of liver, and then the exit, and it didn't. It didn't blow through him because it hit the dirt on the other side of him because he was still half bedded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he uh, he jumps up and he moves out to. I'm, I'm not going to deal with real yardages right now because I can't remember. But mm-hmm. he he jumps out to beyond my distance, a mm-hmm. hundred ish. Yeah. And uh, I see him, and it looks to me like I shot him high and and pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then I called Austin. Who's on the other hill? And he says, "Hey, man, it looks like you looks like you shot him back." Mm-hmm. Well, he's looking at the other side of the deer. So at that oh, point, the opposite side. Yeah. Of him? Oh. At that point, I think he's the deer's going to tip over. Right. Right. And uh, and he didn't. And then all of a sudden, I saw that that dreaded hunch. Mm. He hunched his back up, and his you know his front yep. feet and his back feet were about ten inches apart. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a fa- every once in a while, you don't make a a, a beautiful shot. Yep. You just have to do everything you can afterwards to try and end it. To, and I to get it taken care yeah, of. I ended him pretty hardcore here, and a little bit further on in the story. So <laughs> hey, you got to get in after it. He uh, he goes and he beds down, um, and I can't move because he's bedded down in the open again. And then he moves another twenty yards into some brush, and at that point, I'm hauling ass. Yeah, you got right. To. I don't have I don't have time to be super quiet, and he's not listening for me. Yeah, he's worried about the acorn that he just ate that for some reason has given him really bad indigestion. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, I, man, something ain't sitting right. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. What just happened to me? Oh, man, I feel like I just got hit by a train. So I, I got up. Uh, uh, during my stock, he moves again. So he's bedded three times in 50 yards. Yeah, he's hurting hard. He's, he's, he's going, but I'm going to make him go fast. Yeah, which I'm going to help him out. That's here. the right thing to do, yeah. So I'm, now I'm sitting on the edge. I'm sitting on the bowl of a canyon, and he's at 25 yards, and I'm going to absolutely destroy him as soon as he stands How up. far, 25? 25. Oh, yeah, you're in the it's business. night-night. Yeah. I'm sure that I could miss a shot at 25 yards that, that was completely in the open. Right. But it would probably have to be from Steve smashing me in the elbow when I was trying to release. <laughs> yeah, or like Steve like, released the trigger for you and you weren't ready. And, like, do you remember in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights when he hits them? Like, I mean, he's, he's drawn back and the guy, <laughs> the, the, the uh, Don Cor- anyway, he hits him that. and then the arrow. You got to watch the movie. But you know what I'm talking about. He laughed immediately. I got it. I got it. Funny. Men in Tights, anything with archery. Got it. So when. <laughs> And that's when I said that. That's not being. I'm not being cocky. It's 25 yards. Anybody yeah. who shoots their bow. That's where you start every time you shoot is 20, 25. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, if you can. Well, anyway, so long story short, he stands up, and I smack him right behind the shoulder. Yeah. Um, if anything, it was too far forward. But Thanks. you know that vital V. What's that dude's name? The Ranch Fairy. I freaking what? love that guy. He talks about the vital V, the Ranch Fairy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, what is? I see that guy on Facebook all the time, Ranch Ferry. It's like Ed is a friend. I'm like, I don't know who this is. He was on what? your podcast. Who? What? I don't know. Are you fucking with me? Not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Crazy laugh. Heavy broadheads. Heavy arrows. Hoss? No. Fuck, I have no idea what you're talking what about. What are you talking about? I'm drawing a blank right now, and I'm going to feel bad because I'm probably offending whoever you're talking about. Well, fuck it. Ranch Fairy dude's cool. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, he's cool. I, I, anyway, it was in the Vital V, all right? <laughs> it was in the spot where it was supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, dude. Great guy. Right, great guy. Right, in the, right in the Vital V. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> what the fuck? Excuse me. Pardon me. I don't, <laughs> I don't listen to anybody else's podcast. Yeah, though. no shit. Maybe that was somebody. It I had to have been. been. I, I don't. All right. Maybe it was. I mean, we've done over 350. Oh, shit. It was D-Rock. Oh, there you it go. It was on East Coast. Whose podcast are you with, man? Yeah, bro. Hey, are you either with <laughs> us or you're against us? No, I'm kidding. Hey. I'm kidding. <laughs> Much I'm pretty love. tight with the Where to Hunt boys. I'm just saying. That's that. hilarious, man. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, who in the fuck? I'm like, starting to question my memory. No, it was D-Rock. Okay. And you should have him on. That that Ranch Fairy guy, he's funny, man. Oh, I don't even know. I don't. I have to look into it. I have no idea. Anyway, I'm, I'm so out in left field from that. I was like, I was literally questioning my memory. Yeah, dude, I'm like, 
Well, that was what's weird because I don't generally listen to a whole bunch of other podcasts. Yeah. Well, we appreciate uh, the support. You we just really revealed do. your true color. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. Way to go. Fuck you guys. Hey, I, I, I never step out on you guys, but when I do, I, I mess up big I bring time. it up on your show on accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the DJ ulterior motive this whole show. <laughs> dude, Clay, you're a super hardcore dude, and I, I got to appreciate that. So I spanked this deer, uh-huh. and he takes <laughs> off. Why would he, you say that? He, he's, he slams 70 yards, and when he beds back down, in Nebraska, in the bottom of every canyon, there's like this dry creek bed. Yeah. And when he bedded down in that, he didn't like gently lay down. His ass hit the ground like it just got hit by a truck. Yeah. He slammed on the ground. Yeah. And, and here I am. My involuntary celebration is my hand goes in the air. My release hand, I, like, just, I don't even know. Like, you just do it. I have the power, you know, He-Man shit. Like, my <coughs> hand just goes in the air. And uh, so I knew I had killed him at that point. I knew there was no chance of things going wrong. Right. So Austin's probably 1,200 yards from me. I don't know, 800, 1,200 yards. And he can see the whole thing? He can see the whole... Well, he couldn't see that part. Yeah. But he be could, initial shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot because there was another deer while I was stalking after I'd shot him the first time. Another decent mule deer had jumped up. So... He and Wayne were headed that way. Oh, gotcha. To try and to try and have Wayne poke a hole in him. Yeah. Once again, gracious Austin, there he is. Yeah. Uh, so they get there. I mean, it wasn't very long, but it was twenty minutes. That's long enough for a deer who's just been center punched oh, in the yeah. lungs. Yeah. Uh, so we're headed down. Get my little ear thing adjusted there. <laughs> we're headed down to see this deer. And everything's, we're just laughing and talking. And Austin says, he doesn't know where he's at. Like, I've pointed to where he's at, but he doesn't know. Yeah. And we're 80 yards away. And Austin says, hey, uh, he, dude, he just lifted his head. Like, this deer should be dead. Dead, yeah. dead, dead, dead. Right, yeah. He just lifted his head. No, he didn't. He said, yes, he did. So I, I knock another arrow because I'm, I'm yeah, going to believe my friend. Well, you got to, yeah. And at that point. I knew how hard I had hit him, so I wasn't worried about busting him off his bed. He's dead. He just isn't dead yet. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just a, it's a testament to how much bigger and heavier and hardier, I think, in my opinion, a mule deer is than a whitetail. Really? If you center punch a whitetail, they die. Right? This guy did not die. What the fuck? I went up and I shot him again at two yards. And that was probably one of the more memorable five seconds of the entire time I've ever been hunting. Yeah. Because he, he, it looked like he got hit by a French 75. He exploded out of that draw and just, boom, took off. Austin Wayne are right behind me. And this this is a, a almost 180-inch deer yeah. at two yards explodes out of a draw at you. <laughs> like he was big, right? And, yeah. and all I could say afterwards was that because he... Then he went and bedded down again. What the hell? Right. Damn. Within five or ten seconds of him hitting the ground that time, it was it yeah. was all over. Yeah. But he just would not die. Like I don't even. I don't <laughs> know. Some some deer like as an individual just resilient. I had my big eight, my big one fifty eight. I had to do that. Like shot him good, and then was tracking him. And dude, the blood trail was like nuts. Like one of the craziest blood trails ever. You just walk. Like, it's like oh, holy shit! Look at this. You know, walking. And then I found a bed spot. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? And so my dad and I were tracking him. I'm like, we're, we're going to sit here at this bed spot. We sat there for like an hour just to give him more time. And then he found him bedded. I snuck up on him and put another arrow on him. He was toast. But he would have died. But like I had given him his time. Some of them are just tough like that, man. And yeah. I, I hit him good. He's like, I just want to make it through a rut. I just want to get one more piece. It's crazy. <laughs> Sometimes you can center punch a deer and like they just... It's like it doesn't affect him the same way. That, and then you'll hit a deer that you don't think you hit as good. Like even, you know what I mean? And then it falls 10 yards. <laughs> I, I have a weird theory that it's on what level of breath. They're like in, out. When you breathe in and out, I have a, a weird good, theory, a good theory that if you shoot a deer who's on its full exhale, his lungs are empty, and you sit, and you double lung him, that he can't run as far. I know it's silly. No, I, I get that. You don't have like the buildup of oxygen in his body. Yeah, cavity or yeah something. you can't blow up a balloon that's shredded. That's right. 
a good point. Look at wow, you. Steve. Look at you making references. Wow. Hey, by the way, guys, I got a side business. I'm doing balloon animals here to try and make some money for the road. For the <laughs> He's already been back. turned into. Uh, <laughs> Steve made a decent reference and then just fucking ruined I can't, it. I, I, can't, I, cannot let, I cannot let a great reference go on your podcast without me mm. ruining it. Sorry, Prince Clay. You, had, you went went towards the old Chimo thing, huh? Prince Clay. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, no, so, no, 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 no. So, <laughs> so this boy... Where, where are we at here? So he goes back, beds down again. Now he's dead. Now he's, he's dead. dead. He's dead there. He's dead. We're celebrating. We're walking. Yeah. And uh, I had told Austin, there was there's lots of big deer around. And we had a great deal of of land to hunt. Yeah. And, and by the way, shout out to those who I will never actually say their names because I, for fear of getting my hunting ground stolen. No, but don't say their names. Wonderful people. You know, yeah. all, all three... All three families are just great. Yeah. Uh, but he, I said to Austin, this deer is not that special. Yeah. And we got up there, and I'm looking at him. He had 21 inches of extra points. Oh, and he ended up, he ended up uh, uh, green scoring 179 plus. I can't break the 180 mark. I've, I've tried my entire life. Yeah. I can't break the 180 mark. It just is what it is. Hey. Several in the 70s, can't get past it. So, some people got a block, yeah, man. Not the worst problem to have, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, shit could be worse. There's worse things. You, you, you could have a, hey, you could have a 130 block. That yeah. would be a tough block. To Dude, get. My, my goal next season is to kill a deer that's actually gotten some. Steve's got a main beam block. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro! <laughs> can't kill a deer with main beams, man. <laughs> he doesn't like them to curl. No. Damn. Straight up, baby. Look like look right. Straight up, <laughs> kind of a Gimsbach. Guy. <laughs> a gim- yeah, Dude, he's like he likes his white tails to look exotic. <laughs> Dude, they call me Stevie Colebuck Mo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good lord! Yeah. You'll get there. You'll break that block. Okay. So I, I have no doubt that eventually, if I continue to hunt the rest of my life, I will I will absolutely break that. It's I hope you do. I think you will. I think you will. So I Austin says. I can't remember how he put it, but he says, that deer's got 20 inches of extra points. He's fucking special. Like, he yeah. just laid it down right yeah. there in the when, bottom of that cannon. When I Chandler said, okay. says it like that, you're going to be like, yeah, dude, you're right, okay. All right, <laughs> he was. You know, he had great mass and uh, beautiful velvet. Uh, he was. My, he is my biggest mule deer to date. Uh, certainly my biggest velvet deer to date. But I, he beat my... I have. A, I shot a big typical, 5x5 five five typical, and he was... High 70s, but wasn't 179. I think it was like 176 or something. Hardhorn? Yeah, Hardhorn. Velvet's pretty cool. It is cool. I had promised my wife that we weren't going to get any mounts unless deer were special. Because there comes a point where it's just ridiculous. If you don't have the space, if you don't have vaulted ceilings in your house, it gets pretty stupid. Yeah, I'm living that life. I'm, I'm living it a little more with the deer head game. I'm a little, I, I got to start thinking about some shit when I'm on a shoulder mount deer from now on. Right? Not so much. No, not Steve, so much. Steve, Johnny Utah yeah, was Johnny Utah's over here giving me he, shit. Steve doesn't really have that problem. No, not at all. <laughs> Dude, I get, I get, it's cool living in a basement because all the deer that I can hang in there will fit in there. So real quick, Clay, how many, like right now, how many shoulder mounts are in your place? I'm sure you have a lot of Euros and all that, but. Oh. And I'm assuming. You don't have vaulted ceilings? Do not have... Well, there's the entries vaulted, so I can fit five mule deer in there, <laughs> including this new one. Okay. Nice. I mean, I could, but it, if you pack them in there, they just look like crap. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not trying to, you know... Looks gaudy. ...have the old Ace Ventura. This is a lovely room of death, yeah. you know, when you want... A lovely room of death. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know what's funny? Real quick, sort of that... Tyler, our, my good buddy Tyler, his cousin, we call him Biscuit. Yeah. When I lived with my dad, both of our mount collections were together, obviously, and we had this big vaulted loft house at the time when I lived. It was my dad's house. And first thing when we moved him to get him all in, it's the first thing I said he comes in. So lovely room of death. <laughs> Classic line from a from a weirdo. Yeah, love it. Right? Love that movie. So okay, fair. I, I get that. how many shoulder mounts do you think? It's either thirteen or fourteen. I don't yeah. know. Soon to be one more when when this yeah, one yeah. comes back, which is a lot. That's a lot, right? It's a lot, and some of them for are from earlier. Same here, man. You know, so I got, got some. I was like 15, 16. Right. couple 130s, which, congrats. I mean, if yeah. that's the biggest deer you've ever killed or if that's the biggest deer you're ever going to kill, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't dog on people that don't aren't fortunate enough to kill a bigger well, especially deer. Especially early in the day when you kill one and you're like, dude, 
this is my biggest buck. I got him on it, you know. So that's like that's where that goes. That's you know? what I said. I I called her and I said, well, because normally I text her BBD. I don't. I didn't do that. I said, well, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe we're gonna have to find another space on the wall. And she, it was funny because she's always supportive, but it's not new for her. <laughs> so she right. says she does. She's not like, oh wow, what you killed? She says. Well, you must have killed a, a giant then, huh? Yeah. And so she, she was she was like, up. I sent her a picture and I said, you tell me. And she said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, no, was, she was down said, for that. She said, then. he is special. That's, that's down good. for the cause. All right. That's, yeah. good. that's a good woman. Got to have special that, like me. Well, that's that like my wife's same way. Like, well, you got to mount them. Well, you going to just not mount creepy, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So so where are you at? How many? About the same. I got some. A lot of them, Some of them are from when I was younger. I got like one smaller eight I killed when I was 15 in my daughter's room, which is kind of cool, you know, and. I got my first buck mounted, um, but it's, it's been an evolution, like bigger bucks every year, so right. or special bucks. And uh, first antelope, that's coming, getting him shoulder mounted just because of just how cool it was. So Dude, I'm obsessed. I got, and some skull mounts and stuff. I'll probably do more Euro mounts um, unless it's something and That's what I'm special. doing. Like the, the whitetail this year, my the Illinois whitetail, he was mid to high 150s. That deer is not getting shoulder mounted. You're not shoulder mounted, no. Buck? Oh, man. He's going to look nuts as a Euro, though. He will look really yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> He'll look really nice. So, so, okay. So, yeah, you're doing the full velvet mount and everything on this guy. Yeah. And I was a little bit lazy because we were talking. I guess I, I, I derailed us when you were talking about velvet. Velvet is a whole new ball game because you, generally when you kill something that's, that's in velvet, it has. It, it's hot. It's got 40 pounds of fuzz on yeah, it. But, but it's hot. You got it. That is rotting flesh. Yeah, yeah. You have to do that, and you have to do it right now. Uh-huh. So I, I, when I do it myself, I inject all the way around every every eighth or quarter inch, all the way around every circumference, every inch, all the way up, every piece of it. And that's time-consuming. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got to take care of the meat. First and foremost, you have to take care of that meat. Yeah. Otherwise, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Right? You have, absolutely have to. But at the same time, your heart's saying, God, don't let those antlers rot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So thank God Wayne and Austin were there for this one because we were able to get him out quick. And I just I said the hell with it. I just took him to a taxidermist and said, go. Yeah. That's and a good move. What what time of year is it? So this is September. That was September was it one. It's September first. Yeah, that was shit. opening day. And yeah. So it's probably hotter than shit, right? Or what was it? It wasn't. It wasn't horrible this year, but it was in the eighties. Hot enough God. for meat to rot. Yeah. When I killed Jumbo, a big uh, a big mule deer, I called Jumbo. It was like a hundred and four degrees, September fifth, and I had to stand there for two hours behind, well, kneel there for two hours behind a yucca in the hot sun. Oh. Dude, that's like that's the day before my birthday. I need to go kill. I need to go kill a mule deer on my birthday. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Absolutely, you need good. to kill a deer every day. I mean, oh, birthday yeah. bucks are great. But <laughs> well, they're in season. <laughs> they're in season. Wouldn't that be cool? It's a celebration every day. Was I got to do it. I, dude, I, do I, it. I killed a doe on my birthday, and it was one of my favorite hunts I've ever had. I, well, let's talk about um, your Illinois buck quick. Okay. Um, so you killed a hundred, I'm going to call him 180-inch mule deer, because you should. I mean, fuck it. He's 179. Thank you. The, the, the Pope and Young measurer gives me a quarter. Dude, you know, it's right there. He's right there. It's, it's, it's close. It's, it's not official for me. It's when I get there, I'll let you. Know, I will let everybody know. I'll shout it from the rooftops. Call him 180. Right. Okay. So beautiful mule deer, fantastic hunt. Uh, I had been on a five-year dry spell in Illinois, <coughs> and I just it just hadn't been going well. Yeah. And it started in 2013 when the EHD came through. That's yep. the same old story. Nobody wants to hear about that shit. That same thing everybody always says. Yep, uh, but it never. I never pulled out of. It. I was in a flat spin, headed out to sea, and that's where I ended up. Mm-hmm. So, this deer that I shot this year, I had. I was not set up on this deer. I was set up on a couple others that that we had had on trail camera. Mm-hmm. But I saw this deer the year before, and he was big enough. I was looking through a hedge tree. He was big enough that when I saw him, I could just see antlers, and I said to myself. That's something I'm interested in. And he's at 25 yards. I stand yeah. up. I kind of start getting ready a little bit. Then he turns his head. I don't know. Everybody's seen it on TV or, or at any point in time. When a big deer is a profile and he turns, 
head on and that's those big wide antlers just swing out there <laughs> yep, yep. you pee a little bit yep. right no yeah. brainer right so no, no brainer it's called no brainer buck no brainer bucks i want to talk about that no brainer stuff i've been saying that for so long because uh-huh. when you know you know no brainer you know how, how, do, you, how do you know how do you know if you know yeah you just do especially i mean you know when a buck's at a different class from what, whatever level you're at if it's 120 30 40, whatever you know that buck that's a no-brainer from where you're at in your hunting and game. everybody like, knows a booner. Yep, everybody knows a booner. Um, Steve just went to see one with main beams. No-brainer for Steve. You no-brainer, know I mean? dude. There's antler on his head. No-brainer. It's over with. You'll get it done. You'll get it done. Not before Eric's belly's full of turtle, but you'll get it done. Damn. <laughs> hey, courtesy of me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. that turtle, dude. I, I don't know, dude. I, he disappeared, man. When I brought that trailer to my house when I was moving, he saw your face. I, I haven't seen that turtle since. I tried to move him. I don't know where he's at. Anyway, turtle. turtle he's hiding. Turtle. Let him go. <laughs> Let him uh, go. So, I so anyway, I see this deer. He turns his head, and I'm in the stand. And my release is hooked, and I went, Puh. I made that noise. This deer's at 25 yards, oh, and, and the wind is just breezy enough to swirl and screw me over, <laughs> Yeah, right? But it's not covering any noise. I went, Puh. Uh-huh. He His ear flicks, and he hears me, right? He forgives it. Yeah. Uh, and long story short, the wind swirls, and he leaves, right? But I... I couldn't tell you what he was until I shot him this year, and I walked up to him and I said, "That's that's that deer from uh-huh. last year." So that was that was a nice little added piece of history. But uh, the story for killing this deer, I had got in the stand and I had set the stand up for that exact spot where that deer had stood, and I know that's like, I mean. Lightning striking twice. Kind well, of it's stuff. not like you didn't see him the day before or something, but it's. Uh, I mean, I don't blame you. Like, I mean, shit like that can tell you a lot. Like, I just, I just felt the reason like why he was there when deer, not that deer, but when deer move through there, the the wind in that area is really janky and yeah. swirly all the time. So I was trying to get on the other side of that to be able to hunt it. So I did, and uh, I had seen a three and a halfer. Chasing himself in circles, just lovesick for no reason. <laughs> I love seeing him like that. Yeah, just just full retard. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm grunting at that deer because I want to <laughs> see him. What are you What are you laughing at? Nothing. <laughs> you didn't say it the East Coast way. Oh, Dad. Every time. Okay. So he uh, he says he says he doesn't do anything. How's it going, dude? What's he? I'm grunting at this deer, and I was very aggressive. Uh, I, I use an old buck roar, and I just like it. I like how guttural it is. Chandler's all over that call, too. He likes what? No, he's on some other thing. No, the growl, the buck growl. Yep. That's, the growl. That's the old jury call. Yes. Yep. Well, this, this uh, I like the roar. Anyway, so I, I hit him real hard multiple times and more aggressive and more aggressive, and then yeah. I just gave up. So then I sit down on my phone, and then, of course, what are you going to do when you're in the stand in primetime November? You're going to Facebook. Oh, of course, yeah, obviously. Yeah, what else would you do? I get right? it. Yeah. So I get on my Facebook and uh, I'm I'm cruising around, and all of a sudden I hear smash, crack, smash, just effing smash. <laughs> and right. I look, and and I feel like if if I had an inner monologue, it would have said, "If you wanted my attention, you have it." Yeah. Because I looked up, and at 45 yards, this deer is smashing uh, a shrub. And, and he was breaking off stuff that was an inch and a half, two-inch diameter. <laughs> Just going nuts. Going crazy. And it had been 20, 30 minutes. So he, I believe that he was coming for me. Yeah. He didn't just randomly decide no. to walk under my stand and start tearing shit up. It's Not by chance. shit talking is what it is. Oh, <laughs> man. He was pissed. Yeah. So. You want me to come over there? I will. <laughs> so he's in, he's in a location that. He has some choices to make, but it's the same deer as last year, which I find out later. Yeah. And he's standing three feet from where I saw him last year. Damn. My other stand is on the other side of him, and I can see it. So he goes to cross the creek just last year, just before, the year before, just before he busted. He was crossing in the same place. Yeah. He's coming across. I ranged the worst place I could possibly range. Like, what's the worst case scenario that's going to happen here? And I ranged, and I went, 45. I can do that. Everything else is my first pin. Yeah. Everything else, to 30, 0 to 32 is my first pin with, with very little holdover. So he 
doesn't take the shitty area. He comes right in front of me at 25 yards. Mm-hmm. And uh, I stop him. I mean, this is this part of the story is pretty boring, right? Yeah. You stop him. He shows you, he shows you the, his shoulder, and I just let him have it. And it was really slow motion. Keep in mind, I haven't killed a whitetail for years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Big dry spell. He, I saw the broadhead open up, and it was like John Wick or John Woo shit. Like blood just went everywhere. No shit. Yeah. So on on the entry side, I watched it happen. So you know, did you catch that artery. One of them big I, tubes right there that's yeah. going into the into his heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I caught that I big artery. Anytime you see it come out like that on the entry, you know you're in the goods. Oh, right there. it was bad. So he spins around, he takes off, and when he fell, he didn't stop, get wobbly, put one back. He fell like he'd been hit by a truck. Did he let it go? He just ran, 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 stop, fell. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing to see. I, hey. I, Hey, the dance is fun because you know the anticipation of he's going down, but if he just hits the dirt hard, that's that's what we want. He didn't twitch again. He didn't twitch. <laughs> Nothing. So, Well, yeah, because he had no heart. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and don't forget, you had just killed your first I, deer of the year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because we talked after that. You called me right after yep, I shot him. I was uh, part of my Facebook, and I was visiting with Ross. And Ross had a tough year, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and so I was, I was like, dude, you'll 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 smoke something. It's yeah. cool. You got to give, you know, right? You help. And help. he was saying the same shit to me. Just stick it out. You got it. Yeah, you got to help your boys. It's like part of the it's part of the gig. Yeah. So you smoke your deer. Yep. Uh, I send you a picture later. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Yeah. Uh huh. You're yep. like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Was it the same yeah, day? Same, same day, day, dude. Holy it was the same shit. hour yeah, apart. Same. Damn. No shit, it was. You killed yours at seven thirty. I killed mine yeah, at eight thirty. I forgot that it was the same day. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because you were sending the creeper pictures on Facebook of just the little yeah the teaser pictures, and then I sent another one and started pissing everybody yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. We started a trend. That's in the team hanging band group. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking hilarious. I forgot about that. <clears throat> what are you going to call that next year? Is there a name change coming? Yes, at contract. At contract. There you go. You, you'll like it. It's clean. I'm a fan of that. It's real good. It's good to go. It's I, don't, good. I don't even know what it is. That's a secret of hey, it. Hey, it's on a need to know base. You're not even on Team Hanging Bang. Yeah, I'm not. I'm really not. No, you're not. You're just you're you're grandfathered into the group. Yeah, some, <laughs> somehow I'm in that group. I'm like, wait, am I part of this? No, you're so, I got a text Austin. I'm like, hey, can I can I respond to this? He goes, I'll allow it. Or I'm sorry, not Austin. I call him Austin because I'm friends with Lord Chandler to oh all you peasants. He had to address him correctly, otherwise yeah. he won't respond. Yeah. He hates that by the way. On, on Chandler's behalf, he hates it. He he has to hate he it. He hates it. He's such a humble dude. We're we're making him look cocky when he's No, he's really he's, not. he's he's the greatest. It's like you said he's gracious. He let you We, we say that because it's not it's not like in line with what his personality yeah, is. Super yep. humble death dealer. Yeah. That's that's where he's at. <laughs> super, wow. Super humble death dealer. That's, that's good. I'm, I'm enjoying that. That's a, that's so a, I, you got a 180 and a 155 or whatever? Six, something, yeah. yeah. So yeah. High, high 50s. Um, Dude, Team Hanging Bang knocked on two. Oh, my buck is 147 and high 50s buck within an hour of each other. That's right? nuts. That's killer. They had main beams, Steve. What are those? It's uh, when you get the antlers and they go up and they curve around and the points fall up like oh, yeah, on the top. Yeah. I don't shoot deer like that. It's too much for me. It's too high to count. I, I like to right. keep my deer. I like to keep my deer score low Com- so I can compact, count yeah. compact and mobile. Compact exactly. <laughs> Who right. wants to ruin a whole score sheet? Right. Exactly. There's no right. point. Right. Dude, when you why can, even like try to measure it? That's a waste of paper. I, exactly. You just hey man, just know it's it's a trophy. Scores don't matter. The hunt matters. <laughs> compact hey, bro, and mobile. Bro, you can't eat antlers. So. I got to do something. This was my favorite part of the season, right? Clay, what's your favorite part of the season? Oh, Clay, what's your gonna favorite tell part you, of the season? I, I'm, I'm going to you just do my job, bro? Yeah, bro. <laughs> just write down the questions that you want us to ask you. <laughs> if I was going to interview myself, I would do it like in, <laughs> in Jim Scouton's voice from like uh, Shooting USA. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Clay, what is your favorite part of the season? <laughs> I'd do it like Sean Connery if I could interview myself. <laughs> what, what do you like about the season? Yeah, exactly. Losers <laughs> whine about doing their best. <laughs> the, <laughs> that's good. Clay, Clay I, I want to ask you this. I ask you this. Uh, Prince Clay, what is your? What Stop was your favorite? Call me that, Prince Clay. <laughs> See, that's why you like Lord Chandler. All right, go, Clay. What was your favorite part of the season? My favorite part of the season was my daughters. So. They've all had birthdays since, but I have a six, a four, and a two-year-old. Damn. They got to go out on the blood trail 
for the for the Illinois deer. Oh, all three of them at the same time? Yes. Nice. I got it on video. It's all, You can see the video on Buck underscore Collector underscore Clay at there Instagram. And that's the only... I don't give a shit about Instagram. Nah, I know. But I really like sharing yeah. that stuff, right? So my daughters all come out there and they're just... They have a ball doing it. My five-year-old on the second blood trail... I'll tell that story real quick. Yeah. So I come back. As soon as I kill that deer, I go to my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Congratulations, Mom and Dad. <laughs> then I haul ass back to Nebraska. <laughs> and I shoot a deer that I had said, oh, I'd never shoot that deer. And then I did the old just the tip or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. I'll just draw back just to see just to see if I like it. And, <laughs> and you oh liked my, it. Oh, I liked it, man. As soon as, those ribs, <laughs> as soon as those pins hit that rib, just bang, right? <laughs> so I smashed him, and anyway, the girls come out. Uh, but on the second blood trail, my, my five-year-old at the time looks at me, and she says, uh, I, I said, look, look, Huxley, there's, there's, blood, there's bubbles in the blood. I held up a leaf to her. Yeah. She leans over that like a boss and says, you shot him in the lungs. Dang. Oh, right? yeah. And that's all on video. It, it was so much fun. Easily, the best part of my season was going out with my children, which everybody says that's going to be the best part of your life, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't believe it because I've shot 180-inch mule deer earlier in the year mm-hmm. by your standards. Hey, it's 180. And, and they weren't there. And how does it get better than that? Right. That little deer, that deer only scored like between 125 and 130. Yeah. That little deer was just as much fun as the, the bigger whitetail that I just killed two oh, days yeah, prior. Man. For sure. For sure. Because of that. And I see like your pictures with, with your daughter, <laughs> yeah. you know, on that giant deer she killed. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, dude, you season was good. <laughs> She's got a six inch draw length. Hey, got to get after it. And I see, you know, I see me and, and, and other friends besides you, you know. Yeah. We're all growing up with our children, and yeah. it's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. And I, every dad wants a son, right? I got three daughters. Dude, that's going to be me, It's going to be so cool, though. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I always thought it did. It doesn't. They are going to be awesome. When one leans over and says, you shot him in the lungs. And then when you run up to the deer, the three-year-old says, oh, baby, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah, great. Know, yeah, for sure. It's almost cooler when you got a, a rad little girl that knows the stuff, you know. Like, it's cool when any little I kid knows it. I think that's way cooler, yeah. But it's got, like, an added, like, man, all my boys were against me when I had a girl, but now I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing right by it. Yeah, it's going to be. That's what I'm hoping, too, man. But you just, uh. Sometimes it's by chance you can't make them interested. You just it's a little bit of hope that they are, and you got to just do your best. And I don't. I'm I'm regurgitating bullshit I've heard other people tell me. That's just how I feel about it. Well, I I got to have I got to dip my toe in the water this year. Yeah, and the water's nice. It's yeah. fucking awesome. I loved every <laughs> bit of it. I'm I'm excited for those days. I'm not wishing the, the younger ages away, but I'm excited for that time. You know, like yeah. I had around the deer and like. I like would just she was too young to know anything by then. She's eight eight and a half months now. Like and which would have been, should have been like six months when I shot my fir- that first buck when I had her in the bumbo. Yeah, that's what like, I, that's a picture favorite, I was favorite picture yeah. of all time. She's in her little little Carhartt onesie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like she's like looking at the deer. She's just like I don't know. It's like a dog or something. Whatever. It's kind of funny, you know. But I don't know. It's just cool. It's fun. I, she's gonna look back on those pictures. I hope in twenty years and just like I can't. That's cool. Dad did that. You know. I I think. I used to think that there was no greater feeling than watching a loom knock disappear into into the side of a deer's rib cage. Yeah, like a big deer you've been after. Yeah, I love watching when nocturnals go through them. I, I, I like the loom knock. That's, that's <laughs> I'm hoping me. I get to see the lighted uh, knocks. Whatever. I'm hoping I get to see the new lighted auto, victory right? go through. <laughs> I'm going to see a victory lighted knock. <laughs> so, hey, but but it's not. It is not for me. No longer. It's. Blood trailing those deer. That's why I shot that little deer. I wanted oh, yeah. to see them blood trail again. Yeah. And I didn't care. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. do you regret shooting that little deer? No. You know what you should do? You should, I mean, you probably are going to do this. Euro that that buck and put it in one of their rooms. Oh, yeah. That's he is getting euroed, by the way. I'd never thought of where to put him. That'd be kind of a cool uh, thing, you know. The oldest one, she doesn't seem to want. They call them big bucks. Yeah. Like, she doesn't want a big buck in her room. But I guarantee you. The other one's already got a mule deer in her room because we're just packing deer heads all over the <laughs> anyway, place. Anywhere else to put them. Set them. I got one in my daughter's room already. <laughs> yeah, Ashley rolls her eyes. That's my wife. Ashley rolls her eyes at me really hard one day when I got the children together and I said, would you like a big buck in your room? Yeah. And then I got a no, a yes, and a, a gargle out of the other one. She was like six months old. <laughs> oh, so. I am. 
<laughs> a gargle's as good as a yes. <laughs> not a no. Yeah, that's, right. that is, that's not a no. <laughs> that is not a no. I, I, th- I think that um, if if I ever find a woman that actually loves me and long enough to let me create children, you're killing me. You're killing Easy. me. I might. You're I didn't know me. where you were going. I might shoot. This I might was a lot of fun. I might shoot a deer with main beams. That's the only reason. That if if uh, ladies out there, so if you want to see me kill big deer, let me marry you, love you, and we'll have children together. Then I'll start shooting big deer. Hey. You're never shooting a big deer, man. <laughs> Damn. Hey. Hey, you should make Clay a bet next year that you'll kill a bigger buck than him. Hey, but this time put your dog up for collateral. No, hell I'm not going to put that. Don't you put bitch. that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, best year, best year I've ever had. Next year, the only bad part about this year was November 12th. I was scratching like a crackhead <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. out of tags it's a it's a it's a weird thing to complain about right first world problem definitely you know what's funny when i killed creepy because creepy was starting to be that buck that was weighing on my brain like i was becoming <laughs> obsessed with them you know after that in my head like a week later i'd be like man i wonder what oh no i, I killed him like i was so used to being like i wonder what he's doing that's wild and then I'm still kind of going, man, I can't wait to go out and find creepy sheds this year. He, you know, he's probably, it's going to be exciting to see if I can find him. But, like, as I start to think, I'm like, oh, I can't. He's not going to shed out there. Because <laughs> he did. Yeah, he's dead. He's, he, he's but it was like that weird thing. Like, I had the urge of, like, and normally I'd be like, I get, I'm satisfied there, and I'm just like, I got what I wanted, and, and I, I'm going to chill until next year, and I got those open tags. But I kind of had the urge to just get back after it so heavily i'm like if illinois is a three bucks state i'd be hustling i probably wouldn't be at the show but i just had it this year man i was on fire dude so i was just feeling it in my soul well, yeah and so you were done the ninth no 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 no, 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 no. Done you december were december ninth december ninth yeah. you got a full season yeah you got a full season well i hunted from september for antelope to december you know so well i was so so trigger happy that i had when i got back to nebraska i had uh excellent intel telling me that basically every deer on this property was coming through this area between this time and this time yeah and i still shot a deer that i didn't yeah i didn't necessarily want to shoot right awesome, because man. of those little girls want my need to have that experience with them again right right and i mean i got a i got a lot of years before either one of them could pull the trigger yeah you're gonna have a lot of deer mounts in your house sir oh my god i'm gonna have a i want to build a shop you got a to, man. Big shop. That's the move. That's what I want to do, too. And then I want to get rich somehow. Yeah, we got to figure that part out fill it with first. things like moose. Yeah. <laughs> moose and ivory. What did you, like, what, what would you be, like, if you were the first guy to win the lottery and, like, what would you spend all your money on? I was like, dude, exotic hunts. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I got a museum back here. Dream hunt. Go. Uh, my dream hunt. I want to kill a moose. What uh, kind of moose? Meaning where? He don't know. I think I want to go to Alaska Canada. Or Canada, Canada. I, I think I want to go to you Canada. You want to kill a Yukon moose? I think I want to kill a Yukon moose. Um, How big? Like I, I want to kill a moose that is just a just a you don't know, monster moose. You don't know how to say how big. No, I'm because I'm, I'm thinking. Could like Melissa I, Bachman lay down in the rack and not touch either? Good end. reference. That would be good. I think I've uh, mentioned that to her when she shot a big oh one God. like that. Uh, I yeah I just I, I think a dream hunt would be a moose just because they're, dude they're such a big animal I've seen one I've seen one in real life when I was in Canada I saw one crossing the road it was a cow I'm like holy shit dude go we've done this before and Steve stole mine I have a Yukon moose tattooed in my left arm because it's like a one I want to go after give me your number two number two I would like to shoot I would like to shoot a big bull elk at like 15 yards. Just screaming in your face. Right in my face, dude. She just comes around the tree and you just let it run. Right I'm in out. there. That, that'd probably be one and two. Like one of those viral videos, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want that. But it don't have to be. I had a bull elk in Oregon at like 70 screaming, and I was still like, he was screaming in my face. And I, like at 70 yards, that looks like a, a deer at 30 yards. Oh, just you screaming. Know? I'm, I'm curious. You, you've killed some cool shit. What, <coughs> what's your dream hunt? Uh, Alaskan moose. Yep. And number two is a grizzly bear right after I kill the Alaskan moose oh, over the carcass. <laughs> Dude, bang, bang. Mm. Right? But that's the old, and I always say, you know, I mean, that's a ton of money, right? Yeah. But it doesn't get cheaper. No. I'm, st- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start 30 grand like, for the, the bear. Yes. Yeah, you can get a combo, a shitty combo hunt for 30 grand. <laughs> a shitty one. Right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Right? Hey. Just don't buy a new truck next year. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what would be a uh, a fun hunt that I'd like to do? I don't want to necessarily like chase them, but I, w- I want to kill a mountain lion at some point. 
Very like, nice. But I don't want to like get them up in a tree. Like I want to be Listen, sitting there. Listen, man, and see I, think, what I think you got to have a, you have a whole lot of mindset to change before you start going out west. Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't plan on going out west anytime soon. I'd like to, but I don't. You should think I though. Can. Plan on it. It I, might change the way you think. It might. I know when you came back from going out west, it was it was like a kind of changer. But yeah, nice. So cool. I, I got some goals, maybe. Well, Clay, congratulations on the badass season. Thanks. You too. A one eighty. <laughs> Almost. I'm not. Ta- I'm not going to take that. <laughs> I'll, I'll round up. I'll give it to you. <laughs> he court, court doesn't hey, score on a we popped the podcast cherry finally, man. Yes. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming I, out to I the show. To, I wanted to get in when we were in Illinois, and we just we couldn't get hooked up. This worked out. Um, I think you got to come do a studio podcast sometime. Yep. One where we don't have like a bunch of shit going on. We can just come out, come out, and see the fam. We'll get you in. Then we can sit down and have a the long haul podcast episode. Nice. So nice. I want. Uh, I would like to do it. I don't get to see Austin very often, yeah. and when I get home, I don't have much time. So I want to do one with Austin. So that's a, we should do that. Yeah, that would be a blast. We Wayne should. too. God damn it, we ever talked about Wayne? Yeah, Wayne's a wild man. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, Wayne let me borrow awesome. his car for this hunting season. Oh my we'll, god, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I would never do that. Don't that's ask me to. I won't. Terrible do it. decision. <laughs> All right, hey, close us out with a. Come on, come on. Don't let me hang. Close us out. Oh, close you out the way you normally close hey, yeah. out. Yeah, well, you know we, what to do. I know what to do. I'll let you do the honors. Go shoot your bow. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.